welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Etsy Print On Demand series for 2021. This video you cannot afford to miss. I'm gonna show you how to increase your click-through rate and your conversion rate on Etsy. Two incredibly important things. Don't overlook the importance of that because over time, this stuff adds up. And if you can increase your click-through rate by a fraction of a percent or a whole percent or multiple percentage points, uh, that's huge. And that's exactly what we're gonna focus on doing in this video. I'm gonna show you how to create thumbnails that stand out, that pop in search results. And again, guys, like no one's reading your titles. There are just some best practices that you must adhere to to really thrive as a print-on-demand seller, especially on Etsy, where they don't have the same, they, they have loose restrictions on their thumbnails, whereas like Amazon's pretty strict. Like Amazon wants you to have those white backgrounds, only white backgrounds. Etsy is cool with you kind of getting creative. So what I'm gonna show you in this video is how I make winning Etsy thumbnails And um, I'm going to show you, by the way, step-by-step exactly how I do it. Plus, at the end, I've got a little bit of a shortcut for any of you guys that want to take it where I basically built a template for you that you can download. So let's get started. Quick reminder, take advantage of my free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. Two winners are selected every Sunday. This week, sponsored by Merch Titans Upload Automation, Merch Ninja Research Tools, All Sunsets Premium Print-on-Demand Graphics for you to use in your designs, and Bubble Scout, the only Redbubble niche research and validation tool. You'll find a link in the description. takes like 10 seconds to enter. Also, in the description, you'll find a link to my eight-day print-on-demand mini course delivered via email and a link to my print-on-demand Facebook group. All right, if you missed part 12, we went over Etsy analytics where you can drill down into the data, see what works, see what doesn't work. You don't want to overlook this. So if you missed it, check out part 12. I'll link to it in the YouTube cards right here. All right, now I've got a live demo from a previous video that I had released on YouTube, but you know what? Rather than re-recording it, I don't think I can do it any better today than I did back then. So I'm just going to flip right into that and it's going to show you everything you need to know. All right, here we are at Photopea. By the way, I know some people say it's Photop. For some reason, my brain just cannot wrap itself around saying Photop, so I have to call it Photopea and pronounce that A at the end, so I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, but while we're here, guys, go to New Project, and then I wrote down the dimensions because I knew I would forget. All right, so I'm doubling the recommended uh, Etsy thumbnail dimensions, so we're going to do 1140 by 912. So 1140 width. 912 pixels height, and then create. All right, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make a new folder. I'm just going to call it backgrounds because we can load in multiple backgrounds. Now, I used to have like a go-to background of just some dark wood because as I mentioned, a lot of people are using those light thumbnail backgrounds. So I was like, hey, I'll just use one that pops, that's bold, and that's a little dark. So a website that I like to use is pexels.com which has free stock photos and videos. And then I would just type in like wood. And this one right here is a good option. What else? This one right here seems like a good option. This one right here. Uh, It's really, I mean, you can't really go wrong, guys. You could use light. You could use blue. Um, I've definitely used this blue before. I mean, I don't mind telling you because my Etsy shop is no more, but um, I've used this before. Anything that seems to... um, Anything that looks good against the primary thumbnail, the primary product mock-up, I'll roll with. So anything that contrasts well, that was the word I was looking for. So redwood, um, any of these, even actually paint red painted wood. You got lots and lots of options. Let's just roll with this one right here. So I'm going to right click and then go to copy image. So now that's on my Windows clipboard. 
Now I go back to Photopea and I paste. And it's pretty zoomed in. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to resize this. So I'm going to hit Control-Alt-T. And I'm going to just kind of drag this until it all fits in. As you can see here, you can resize it without keeping the dimensions proportional. Or if you want to, just hold the Shift key while you resize. By the way, that's called Free Transform. If you don't want to do the hot key, you can go to Edit and then go to Free Transform. And it's right there. All right, so that's one background. If we wanted to, we could grab one more just for just for show. Where's that crazy blue wood? Let's do this one too. It's like underwater wood or something. <laughs> All right, actually, I think it looks fine as it is. So I'll just leave it like that. And you can toggle on the layers by just clicking those eye icons on the uh, right-hand side. All right, so next, we need to grab our product mock-up. So here's what you can do. So I have this test uh, Printful account signed up in my mom's name. And you can go down to the bottom left corner and click Mockup Generator. And you can create mockups on the fly. So I already did this in advance. I came to the, to the mockup generator, which all you'd have to do is find the product you're looking for. So I did the Gildan 64,000 t-shirt, which I've sold a ton of. It has the lowest base cost for t-shirts on Printful, so I'd recommend it. And you just go through the standard workflow of uploading your design etc etc so I've got it right here um, pre-made from a previous video that I did for YouTube actually so all I'm gonna do is I'm going to drag it and drop it into here by the way though when you use the mock-up generator you can uh, you can actually have it download as uh, PNGs so you can get them to be transparent also I should just mention you don't need to use the mock-up generator either I'm using it because uh, the test stores that I had set up in this account are not active but the more realistic way that you'd probably be doing this is just going to your stores and then you know when you click your Printful store, you can scroll down and all the products that you've already created are right there. So you can just click those and if you had selected the flat mockups, you should be able to pull them and uh, grab them and copy paste them into here the same way that we're doing right now. Alright, so I'm going to move this layer outside of the backgrounds uh, section and the next thing we have to do is we have to right click it and then go to rasterize. Alright, and that's in the layers panel above me. All right, now that we've done that, nothing noti noticeably changes, but now we can magic wand off the background. So I'm going to go over here to the left-hand sidebar where the tools are, and it's like a weird bean icon underneath the lasso tool. So go ahead and left-click that, hold it, and then it should pop out, and you can go down to magic wand. Now, by default, the magic wand tolerance is set to 10. Now, 10 works for how we're using it right now with a black shirt against a white background. So you can just click into the white part and then hit delete on your keyboard. And then you want to deselect. So you can go to select, deselect, or you can just hit control D and you no longer have it selected. But one thing to note, if you're doing this on a white t-shirt with a white background, you probably need to change your tolerance to like five or maybe even less than that. So you, you can play around with it. But anyways, as you can see here, what we've done is we went from the, you know, standard, boring, white background mock-up, which again, I'm not hating on Printful for doing this. They do this because Amazon requires a white background. And since they have an Amazon integration, it makes sense to do it this way. But Etsy doesn't have that requirement. So with Etsy, let's, you know, let's spice things up a bit. Let's make it more interesting. So we got the blue background. We can turn that off, do it against the, the wooden background. I think this already looks way better and it already would pop, but we can also take it a step further. So first, what I like to do is I like to right click the 
shirt layer and I go to blending options. And then I go to stroke because the Photopea magic wand is not as good as just going straight into Photoshop. I'm just going to say it. So I'm going to do a stroke. I'm going to do about three pixels. Actually, no, I think I do about five pixels. Usually I'm going to change position outside to center. And then I'm going to click the color picker and I'm just going to click right along the edge of the shirt where it's black. All right. Maybe it doesn't need five. Maybe we go to four. Let's see if that looks good. Four looks good. Maybe three. I just don't want to be seeing the uh, remnants of the magic wand showing any white or gray. So I think four pixels does it. And by the way, if you're saying, hey, this is cheating, you know, you're doctoring an image. Keep in mind, this is a computer generated mockup already. <laughs> so all we're doing is like further editing something that, you know, a computer mockup, uh, a computer generated. All right. Then before we close out, I'm going to go to drop shadow. And what I like to do is I like to change the angle to 130 degrees. So it comes from like the top left and pushes the shadow to the bottom right. It's just my personal preference. I'm cool with leaving opacity at 57%. Um, actually, I think it looks great as it is. So I'm not even going to mess with it. I think that looks great. You can see the settings there. Distance, 27 pixels. Spread, 0%. Size, 13 pixels. Contour, we left uh, as it is. Noise, 0%. And knockout drop shadow, we kept that checked. So I'm going to hit OK. And I already like that, guys, but remember how I was mentioning that I want to zoom in on the design. Like, if you have a really good design, or, you know, I still see this happening a lot, and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Designing is a subjective thing, but I see people making really small designs, and I'm like, ah, make it bigger, make it bigger. People can't read it. If you can't read it from the search results, it's not like anybody's going to read your title, right? We're, We're writing titles for the search algorithms. We're not writing them for people. People shop with their eyes. They just want to see the product, see the design, make a quick decision, and check out. Anybody who puts too much thought into it is probably not going to buy. Control-Alt-T. Again, I'm going to resize this, and I'm going to drag the corner. Oh, whoops. I forgot that I need to be holding Shift when I do that. So here we go one more time. Control-Alt-T. Oh, wait. What did it just do? It selected the E. That was weird. All right. One last time. Select the layer. Control-Alt-T. There we go. Now we're in the free transform. And if you don't want to do control alt T, cause I know I'm like a keyboard shortcut. Uh, I don't know. I'm like addicted to them. You can go to edit and then free transform. All right. Now I'm going to hold shift on my keyboard so that we maintain the proportions and I'm just going to make it big. And I don't know how big I'm just doing this on the fly, but I think that might look good just like this. Oh, I can see the lightning out of the corner of my eye out of the window. So I got to speed this up so that this recording doesn't get cut off. All right, so I think that looks pretty good, guys. I'm going to hit enter, and all right, now the stroke does not look as good. Maybe we come back into the blending options and turn that back up to a five. All right, I like the five stroke a little bit more. Um, The drop shadow is looking good. The design is big. It's bold. It's highlighted, and this is the start of an Etsy thumbnail template now keep in mind i keep saying template i don't want you to go through this process every time you upload to etsy so what you should do is go to file and save as psd and export this in the psd file the source file so that the next time you need to make thumbnails fire this up and go through the process again and keep making beautiful thumbnails and then when you upload to etsy when you uh you know how in etsy when you create a listing you need to go in there and actually publish it well before you hit publish create one of these thumbnails, upload it, and then drag it and drop it to that first position. Now, I also, you know, typically will do things like I'll have a made in the USA icon that I'll keep as a layer and I just keep it turned off unless I sell a product. 
because Printful does have some products made in the USA. If I ever sell any of those, turn on that layer, boom, made in the USA. I also have another layer where it's just for uh, it's just for selling personalized products on Etsy. So you know, Etsy does make it very easy to offer personalization. If you're in a new shop, it's a great way of standing out and increasing sales. Whenever I offer personalization, again, I just turn on a layer that's on top of the rest of everything that you see here, the product, the backgrounds, and it lets the people know because, again, the customers, they're not reading the titles. They're looking at the thumbnail. So if you can't communicate in the thumbnail, it's going to be hard to communicate. Um, so I have all these things that I built into basically what is just an extension of this template that I just showed you guys how to create. If you guys are interested, I decided to put together 20 background images, the made in the USA, the personalizations, I've got the test product in there. So basically what you see here, I've got in it and you can have it for $7 if you're interested. Otherwise, you know, there's no need to actually buy it. I just showed you how to build it yourself. I just figured, hey, if anybody's interested in taking a shortcut, you can use the link in the description. Go to Gumroad. It's $7. You get the source file. You get a step-by-step tutorial in a PDF, and then you'll have this video as well to supplement it. All right, guys, how was that for a tutorial? You can find all the relevant links in the description below. Also, just wanted to plug the upcoming part 14 of the Etsy series where I'm going to show you the number one Etsy product research tool that I use, and I'm going to show you exactly how to use it. So you're not going to want to miss that. Make sure you're subscribed. And before I wrap the video up, guys, just wanted to remind you, I have a full print on demand course. It provides linear tutorials. It's like what you need to do in the order you need to do it. Um, covers like design, research, getting started on all the major platforms, and then all the way to the end, the bonus section shows you automation. So if you want to check that out, there's a link in the description. And that's it, guys. Like, subscribe, and I will see you at the next one. Thank you.